I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I have eight numbers here. You pick three of them, and I ask you whatever question corresponds to those numbers. Is it one through eight? One through eight. Okay. One number at a time, because I'm never going to remember three. Perfect. <laughs> Um, two. All right. Number, oh, okay. So I try not to be judgmental. I will judge your answer to this particular question. Because it's cheese fries. What is the best cheese to put on cheese fries? American cheese. I'll accept that. Right? My answer is mozzarella, but American is appropriate. (laughs) Oh, well, you know what? Actually, I think I, no. Well, also, I'm not really eating cheese fries like that. Wait, so how are you eating cheese fries? I don't know, I guess like not. But I would assume American, I don't know. So we're in New York, I'm gonna give you a little homework right now. Yeah. Because no state in this country has a diner like a New York City diner. That you is true. You have to go to a New York City diner and get their cheese fries because it's it's next level. Really? Yeah. Okay, all right, I need to just get, get good on it then. I have many years of experience in that all department. All right, done, done. Second number. Um, five. I like this one. This one's called favorite, least favorite. What is your absolute favorite part of the acting process? You know, hitting the set for the first time, rehearsing. Then I also want not necessarily your least favorite, but a part of the process where you still seem room to grow for yourself and you're looking forward to tackling that. Ooh, um, my favorite part of the process is when you like do a really great take and it feels lovely. Um, it feels very euphoric, it's nice. My least favorite uh, part of the process is very easy. It is waiting around. I don't like it. I don't do well with downtime. I don't know how to run a set. I don't claim to know how to run a set. However, why the hell am I there if I'm just sitting for 18 hours? What are we doing? Um, I do take issue with that internally, most times externally as well, but that's the part I don't like. I don't blame you. That's part of the reason why I sit on this side now and make movies, because I can't pass the downtime either. I can't do it. I'm like, what am I doing? I can't, I can't relax. I have to follow up on the first half of that answer. Is there any particular shot on Mean Girls where you remember having that feeling, where when they called cut, you're like, wow, like, we nailed that. You know, for me, 
personally, no, because I, I think I've just done this script so many times that like, I don't know if I get that same feeling anymore. Um, and also I haven't watched the movie yet, so I'll see it for the first time tomorrow. That makes sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> tomorrow's your premiere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen a couple clips, but, like, I, I don't really like watching stuff that I do that much. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. It's so easy for me to say, like, you should watch yourself and be so proud. Uh -huh, but then thanks. also, when I when I quality check my interviews after they've been edited, I'm like, I just want to crawl in a ball and die right now. I don't yeah. want to look at my face anymore. No, I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. I feel similarly. Yeah. I will confirm, though, you're exceptional in this film. Thank you. Third number. Um, eight. So let's say there is a zombie outbreak. Yeah. You could pick two co-stars from Mean Girls to team up with. Who do you pick that you think will give you the best chance of surviving the outbreak? Oh, um, and Gowry and, uh, John Hamm. Okay, why? Well, John is tall, um, and I imagine I could, like, be on his shoulders. Um, and, and Gowry is smart and knows how to do a lot of, like, she knows how to knit. She knows how to do some shit like that, so I feel like she could get crafty. All right, that's fair. Yeah. So what's your what's your special skill in a zombie outbreak? What do you bring into the team? Um, I could seduce the zombies. I would totally believe this. Yeah, I actually do too, in a way. I'm like, they would, they would be into me. And they'd be like, wait, we don't need to eat her. I'd be like, yeah. I feel like this is a movie in the making. Mm -hmm. Like this is a whole new layer to the zombie apocalypse genre that yeah. we haven't explored yet. Yeah, absolutely, I just flirt with them. What's up, everyone? Welcome back for a brand new edition of Collider Ladies Night. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I feel like Renee Rapp is the perfect guest to kick off 2024 for Ladies Night for the new Mean Girls movie. This makes me so happy. Congratulations. Thanks, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. I assume that the initial dream was singing first and foremost, right? Definitely. So what is the performance you saw, personal experience you had, you name it, that first made you say to yourself, I have to be a singer? Ooh. You know, I don't, I honestly, I didn't have one of those moments. I never did. It was, it was something that was just always that. Like, I, there was never a time in my life where, like, I wasn't knowing that that's what I wanted to do or that that's what I was going to do. It was just kind of inherently there. I was always just singing and performing, even, like, before I could, like, really talk and form sentences. Um, it was just what I was doing. I want to refer to one particular quote that I read. I think, yeah, a theater teacher had said it about you. Uh. He said, um, there's a special distinction with you. There's a difference when that vocal ability is coupled with sincere emotions that can move an audience and that literally can excite an audience. Uh. It's one thing for someone else to see that in a person, but it's another sure. to recognize you have it yourself. Given yeah. that dream was always baked in, mm -hmm. did you always know that you had that kind of extra special skill and that you deserve to be in this career path. I actually don't, I don't feel like I felt like I had that extra special skill at all. I actually felt like I was always really scared that I was not really good at it, but I always knew that I was going to do it. I don't know why. I was just like, no, that's, it was just never a question. It was just never a question. It wasn't that I like felt that I had that thing. It was that like I felt internally with myself that I could like feel something that was really next level whenever I would do it. I don't know if it was as much like the reception as it was like internally. 
So it's a beautiful thing to be yeah. able to have that, especially it's when lovely. you're super passionate about a craft like this. Yeah. So you isolate the the dream to become a singer. When you start pursuing it as yeah. a profession, what did you think was step one to actually making that happen? And now having done it and done it so well, would you recommend that first step to another aspiring singer out there? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I always feel like recommending or like giving advice or things like that. I'm also like, seldom I'm, I'm just like I feel like I would be remiss to do it because everybody's thing is so different and like I think if you would have told me that this is what I would have end up ended up doing I would have like ran for the hill I'd be like no there's no way like I couldn't imagine myself like acting like that I don't feel like that's a skill set that I have um so I don't know but I will say like I think like the best thing to maybe remember is that like it probably won't look exactly like you think it's going to for like a five-year plan. Do you know what I mean? Like I never had like doing Broadway on my five-year plan. However, like that became such an important part of my career. I never had doing TV in that five-year plan, nor did I have a film. It, like those were things that just seemed out of reach to me. Um, <laughs> And now those are all things that like have served my career and have served my music career so much so to the point where like I'm lucky enough and able to be like a part of like a massive franchise but like still, you know, be in control of my like individuality. So it's, it's quite nice. Correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. Grew up in North Carolina. Yeah, I grew up in North Carolina. Eventually moved to New York City. Correct. What was it like figuring out the right time to move to New York City and why New York City? Um, well, it really was like, I knew, like, Eva Noblezada, who's an amazing actor, grew up in Charlotte, where I'm from, in North Carolina, and she went to a performing arts high school and won the regional competition for theater and then won the national competition for theater and then got a job working on the West End and didn't have to go to college. And my goal was to not have to go to college because I was trying to convince my parents to let me be a musician. And they were like, well, we're very, you know, interested in like you pursuing your dreams, absolutely. However, like you can't do that without like going to school and especially if you don't have like a job that's paying you. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went through, I did all the college auditions and then I switched to that art school that she had gone to and just tried to do exactly what she did um, and ended up doing that. And so once I had like agents and I was auditioning, my parents were like, okay, like, you know, you can take a semester off of school. Um, and if you get a job before your second semester, then you can move to New York and you can do that with your own money on your own time. And I started auditioning for Mean Girls in December of 2018. And I had different jobs at the time that actually ended up allowing me to move to New York of different like musicals and workshops that, um, there was then like an awkward, an actor's equity strike for like two months. Um, and then after that, or during that, I was auditioning for Mean Girls. So I moved to New York officially January 11th, 2019, and was in callbacks for Mean Girls um, like a month later. Love how uh, how specific you remember that date too. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a big deal date right there. Mm -hmm. If many follow up questions, you brought up your your agent or who you had at the time. Once you mm -hmm. got an agent, and you were able to start auditioning for things. Mm -hmm. What is it like getting an agent, and then also knowing that that agent is the right type of advocate for you? I mean, I don't think I, I think it's hard to know. 
I think it's hard to know. I mean, I've, I've been in now so many situations. Like, my current, like, team, like, knows this better than, like, anybody. Because, um, like, now I'm with such, like, a... I'm in such, like, a familial group, and I'm with people that, like, you know, really support me and actually give a fuck about me. Um, I was in so many situations where that was not the case beforehand, and it made my life a living hell. And um, some of those people, uh, one person particularly, wishes I was dead, and that's amazing, and I think it's very cute of her. And that's probably gonna make her age rapidly. Um, so I would like, I would pick it up, girl. But um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think, I think it's hard to know. I think it's hard to know. I think that when you're young and you're eager or when you're eager in general or you're excited to work, like you're going to go in the position that you think is going to best suit you. And I don't regret any of those decisions that I've made, but I am very glad that I trusted my instincts and the people around me. And I'm with the team that I'm with now. And that girl's aging rapidly. It's not my fault. Hmm. Just because I think it's really important to highlight when you find the right people, mm -hmm. can you maybe, and this is a little bit of an unfair question, I'll admit, no, but okay. can you pinpoint an unsung hero on your team? Someone that you just wish more people out there knew their name and how they contributed to how, you know, they, they make you feel in support of your craft. Oh my God, my little unsung hero. Oh my God, shit. Who's my, oh, well, I have two, I have two unsung I'll take heroes. Two, I have two unsung heroes. Um, Priscilla and Bella, who work uh, on my team with me and Adam. Adam is my manager. They're like, they are like my homies. Like they're like two of like my, the closest people in my life. Um, and they both went on tour with me and they're like over in the room to my left. Like we're always together. They're, I, like, I actually don't even really know how to describe it. Like, nobody, I don't love people. Like, I love them. Like, they're just, they're so special. And, like, yes, we work together. And, like, obviously there's going to be, like, power dynamics and, like, things that, like, of course I know that, like, just as I would never, like, want to, like, overstep or do anything to them, like, they would never want to, like, say anything or overstep and do that to me. However, we've, like, kind of surpassed that in our closeness to the point where, like, I trust them with my life, and I know they're always looking out for me. And so to have that kind of, like, stability um, makes a big difference. And it also makes a big difference for, like, everyone around me. Like, any person I work with is always, 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 always gonna come up to like Adam or myself and be like, oh my God, I love P and Bella. Mm. Like all my friends are like, oh my God, I love P and Bella. Like that's, that's always the, always the case. And like my mom works with me and like she could not, I, she loves Priscilla especially because they work so closely together. Um, definitely 10 times more than me. That makes me so happy to yeah. hear. I wish everybody in the entertainment industry was surrounded by people like that. Oh, it's, it's so and it's, nice. And it's hard to find. Definitely. When you find it, you hold tight to it. Absolutely. Yeah, those are my bitches. I want to go back to, you said you were auditioning for Mean Girls in 2018, I mm -hmm. believe. That was the national tour at that point? It was, it was actually, it was Mean Girls in general, and I, okay. and I didn't know it was for the tour. I think it was just in like a general, like a general, like Regina sort of call, and they were like, the tour. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Questions about the tour, because I think yeah. a big thing in this industry, I'm sure you've gotten asked about this a bit, but getting an opportunity yeah. and having the courage to say no, because from an yeah. outsider's perspective, it could be like, that's a great, like, how can you pass up on mm -hmm. that? But even the greatest opportunity isn't a great opportunity anymore if it's not the right time for you. Of course. So what was it like processing whether to say yes or no to that? And then what did you gain by saying no at the time? Well, I think a couple of things. I think like, first and foremost, like I grew up in a, a house where I was um, financially stable and financially comfortable. So I think like a lot of my like confidence uh, comes from like how I've grown up. Like I think that would be silly to like not acknowledge that I had the resources to say no, um, which is a huge privilege, very big blessing, um, and definitely has like helped facilitate how I walk through life. Um, so there's that. There's also just the fact that like I really value myself and I value um, my time and I value the things that I want in life and I also value other people's time. Like I, you know, when I said no to the tour. In my brain, I'm like, well, that's not what I want to do. Um, and I don't think that's what's going to serve me long term, uh, though it would serve me financially um, and in so many other ways. Uh, but I also don't think it would be of service to, like, the tour if I were to have accepted that knowing that I didn't want to do it. Like, that's not, you know, that's not, like, right. But getting a Broadway offer definitely excited me. What a good way to think about it. That's like another thing. I wish everyone would think about how does this serve me and also everybody around me too. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> like that's like the team that I have around me now. And like, I was always very upfront with like any agent or manager or anybody that I ever worked with. I was like, look, like, yeah, I understand you want to sign me for acting. However, you need to know that this is not my main goal. Mm -hmm. And like, if, if that's not in our mutual interest and like I'm not good for you you're not good for me Tina and Lauren exact same way and they were so helpful and like sympathetic and were so honest with me and I was incredibly honest with them and like I think that's why we have such a great relationship and why we've all stuck around in each other's lives so long yeah I was reading about that too when mm -hmm. you took the Broadway uh, gig you mm -hmm. said I'm gonna do this, but I need your help with this as well. And of course. that's like another thing that in this industry, being able to speak up and ask for like what you want and what you think you deserve is not an easy thing to be able to do, especially at the no. beginning of a career. Totally. I also think like I've 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 been in other jobs and other case scenarios and other just life scenarios where I've spoken up for myself and been like, this is what I want and this is what I'm comfortable with. Um, and it hasn't been received in the same way, right? Like, I think not only does that say things about me, sure, like, it also says a lot of things about, like, how receptive Tina and Lauren were to it. And, like, they didn't take that as, like, there's this, like, entitled bitch. They took that as, like, wow, this is really awesome that, like, she feels confident enough to tell us what she wants and, like, where she's going to go in life with this. But I think a lot of other people in, in my 
experience have just like brushed it off, called me a bitch, called me self-centered, said different things to different people that have gotten out somewhere and whatever. And like, that's fine. That's completely fine. Like I'll, if you need to call me a bitch for standing up for myself, you go right ahead. It's a good way to get what you want and what you deserve in your career, but also a good way to eliminate the people you shouldn't be working with anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, praise God. So to teeter into Mean Girls on Broadway, actually you could change this if you want. Okay. I always love asking people about the experience of breaking out in entertainment. Uh. I mean, feels like that happened with that, but if you want to sub in something yeah. else, go for it. What would you say is a big misconception about the reality of breaking out in entertainment? But then I also want to know something that changed for the better when that happened. Ooh, I mean, shit. I've lost a lot of friends when I um, started working in Mean Girls on Broadway. I lost a lot of friends. And I get it though, like, it's just like, you know, like a life change, but I was very lonely because um, a lot of my friends were going to college and, um, you know, uh, that seemed really cool to me. It just seemed like something I wasn't capable of and something I didn't, like, want to do, um, though I felt like I should do it. So I think that, like, there's might be a misconception that like when you like kind of like have your like little breakout moment or whatever that like you're then like surrounded by like all of these people and like you get really you know you get in different spaces and you meet new friends and I'm not saying that I didn't however I will say that like living in the city by yourself at 19 not knowing anyone in New York being in a cast of people who are really lovely um for the most part but like much older than me and we lead very different lives and I don't even understand what they do let alone what I'm about to do is really really lonely and so then also like you have like people who you like went to high school with who are also in New York who you like think are going to be your friends and then you like hear just like chatting shit like behind your back and da 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 so I lost like a lot of friends um but you know for better or for worse I guess so what's the what's the opposite of that now? Something that did change for the better based on that experience and also how your performance was received too. Yeah. Because like I just like Google your name and in an instant I see a bajillion clips with millions of views. Yeah. And that performance is really something special. Thanks. Um I don't know. I feel like I feel like the good things that have, have come from it or came from it is like are like really ever evolving but I don't know in like losing a lot of my friends or like people who were in my life at the time I also like made space for myself and I like stopped um being so overly apologetic uh and like trying to like be as much of a people pleaser in certain areas of my life um I also like I don't know I feel like you get burned a couple times and then you're like all right like I'm actually gonna try to not let that happen again in the same way um so I definitely I also like got a really good skill of being like yeah I'm cutting somebody off and I'm cutting them off and I don't actually don't um need to be around them and they don't need to be around me either and that's fine not an easy skill to acquire no but I'm so good at it at that department oh I'm so good at it the second you're dead you're dead teach me your ways teach me your ways just I'll be also vile. add something too yeah after the breakout your platform gets bigger mm -hmm. and you use the platform you have exceptionally well Thank exceptionally you. well watching the people you inspire is really one of the greatest things you should be very proud of that as well Thank you. not many people do that thank you I appreciate it yeah I try I try I could tell I could tell and it makes a big impression on a lot of people
people. So going into this new Mean Girls movie now, first, what was your initial reaction when the offer came your way? Because this, I mean, it's an ambitious project, Definitely. and it would also mark your first feature film. So yeah. did you have the confidence, like, I am ready, I can do this? Well, I think, I mean, I was so down. Like, I, I think I remember, like, having conversations where I was like, oh, I'm doing this, definitely. However, like, we need to, like, get, like, information. Because, like, anything Tina's going to do, I trust. Because um, hmm. she's always trusted me. Um, and so, therefore, like, not only does she, like, deserve that for being, like, so smart and such an amazing writer and producer and actor and friend, but she also just deserves that by being, like, she trusted me when I was younger, so, of course, I trust her now. Um... Like, she absolutely deserves that same creative respect. Uh, I would, like, follow her into a fire. I would follow her into, like, war. I don't care. Um, I do not blame you. Yeah, but, you know, like, this is... This is... It, it's going to be something that, because it's so loved, it's going to be highly criticized, right? So, like... And I, I totally get it. Like, I don't think that's not warranted. I think, like, fine. Like, that's great. Like, absolutely have those conversations. I hope we, like did a good enough job in somebody's eyes to like um, warrant that conversation going beyond criticisms. And if we didn't for some people, that's cool too. Um, but I don't know, it was it was a big conversation because I just, I wanted to make sure that like we were doing it right. Mm. Um, and I believe that like we did, I think. From my perspective, you yeah. did very much. Thanks, man. I wrote this in my reaction. I was like buzzing with energy and positivity oh, after, good. and I love the fact that it offered me that like charming comfort of the 2004 film with how much you keep intact, but it also feels alive and fresh and fun oh, in a good. different way for me. So, I'm so glad. I love that all of the versions can exist and like feel worthwhile too. That's a really special thing to achieve. Oh, I'm glad. I love asking this question, okay. especially when it's with a movie with such an exceptional ensemble. So yeah. in terms of people's approaches to the craft of acting, can you name someone in this ensemble who has a similar approach to your own, where the second you met, you were immediately in sync. But then I also want the opposite, someone who challenged you to adapt and maybe even try something new and for the better. Ooh, I think... I feel like, I, I don't know. I wonder if she would agree with this. I feel like Tina's approach is kind of similar to my own. And so is Busy's, actually. They kind of just, like, do their thing. Like, it's 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 not, um, it, they, they just are, like, instinctually going to do what they're going to do. And I think it, that, like, really serves them. So I think that I, think that I probably have the, a similar approach to the two of them. Um, or at least I'm perceiving it that way. Um, who knows, maybe they're doing like a ton of like character work behind the scenes, but I think they're just like off the cuff, like that's how they do. Like that's like a, those are like true, real amazing comedians. Um, someone who like doesn't do it like me. Uh, well, I think like Ngauri is a really thoughtful actor. Um, and that's something I really respect. And she's talked so much about like the way she like annotates her scripts and the way she picks these like points of her character that like support the next thought and like validate her, this reaction and things like that. And like, I couldn't tell you where my script is. <laughs> 
Like I believe I actually I lost it day one before we started filming. Like, granted, I know the script fairly well, but still, like, uh, you know, I don't know where that shit is. Like, I'm not. I'll you know, I'll figure it out. Like, I'm not into. I don't love to like run lines. I don't love to like have something like thoroughly memorized. I think it should like come naturally from me. And as long as I'm like doing like my best work in that way, then that's good. And I've been criticized for that before. Um, but I think like people are just kind of like haters. Like if you don't do something the way that like they want you to, then they like get big mad. Oh, absolutely mm. not. I know. And I'm like, especially so with funny. any art form too. That's literally not right. how it works. And if it was how it works, right. I feel like art would be really boring. And absolutely. that would be the point. I'm like, bitch, go annotate. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And I love that In Gallery does that. Mm -hmm. And it's inspiring that In Gallery does that. I think like that's one of the coolest things about her. She's so thoughtful and she's so like precise. And that's so amazing. And like, mm -hmm. she's not someone who would ever shame me for not doing that. That's what um, it's about. And I would never shame her for annotating, but other people would. And I'm like, go, go write in a room somewhere, bitch. Yeah, we like, got, you're no tired. No time for that. No yeah. time for that on any set. I don't understand anyone who behaves like that. Me neither. I have to ask you about working with Arturo and Samantha here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. what is something that the two of them did as actors, directors for you that either helped you maybe find something new in Regina or maybe even something new in yourself as a, as a screen actor? Oh, they're silly. Oh, they're fucking silly. Oh my God, they are so silly. It's like impossible for me and my personality and my like human type to be like, yes, absolutely. Cause they're like, they're like, um, like when they're like talking to you, they're like talking to you. Like, and I'm just not an actor in that way. And I think a lot of actors are like that, which I also find really interesting. But like that to me makes me giggle. I can't like, <laughs> it's not that I don't take it seriously, but it's hard for me to on the outside take it seriously, which was actually quite helpful because I would just be like, you know what? I don't even care about this scene. Like I care, but I'm just gonna kind of fuck around. Um, and usually that's when like good stuff happens when I'm out of my head. Um, so that's definitely something I took. Those motherfuckers are so silly. So I don't even know what they mean to be, but I'm like, they are cracking me up, like cracking me up. Like I'll be like, we'd be on set and like somebody's making animal noises. And I'll be like, it's 6 a.m. Like, what are we doing? It's 6 a.m. Like, how are you doing that right now? That's phenomenal it just makes me laugh i just like i'm like i don't know how to function i don't blame you it's really cool so i was reading a little bit of another interview you had done surprise surprise i have quotes here i won't read them though but you're talking about how acting for the camera has yeah. made you anxious yeah i want to know what is a tool or technique you've used to combat that whether it's successful or not it could be something evolving and then also is that anxiety going to deter you from doing more on-screen work or are you gonna keep pursuing this path? I feel like you could probably yeah. tell where I hope you're gonna go. Totally, totally, no, I appreciate it. I think, I mean, I think that it's, it's definitely something that's always there, but I also think it's just your environment. Like I now have been fortunate enough to be on like a couple sets and then like sets of my own um, for music videos and things like that. And so I think it just depends on the environment. Like if you're comfortable and you feel supported and you feel safe, um, and not judged, the odds of you doing 
good work are much higher, um, which sounds silly and like obvious, but like, damn, it isn't. Um, and then if you're on sets where you don't feel that, then I'm an anxious mess. I can't function. Like if I'm trying to do something that like whether my process be thoughtful or thoughtless on that day, like if I'm trying to do something that's like vulnerable, I I, I can't I can't deal with someone who's coming for me on the other side. I can't I can't I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm too much of uh, a wear everything on my sleeve and like I take issues very seriously and that's not something that I can handle personally. And kudos if somebody can handle that. I'm not that. It may um, sound like a silly thing, but I feel like yeah. saying that more is what we need because every set should really function that way. Yeah, I think Safe. so too. I Safe. think so too. And giving people the opportunity to try things and explore. For sure. I'm going to end with my favorite question. Yeah. Nobody likes this question. Oh. <laughs> but... I am a big believer that nobody in this industry says good job to themselves nearly enough. We give each other awards and that's great. So yes. I'm going to ask you for something you accomplish in the Mean Girls movie that you think you'll be able to look back on and say, damn, I'm proud of what I did there. Oh, I, I love that. No, I used to I used to cry if somebody asked me to compliment <laughs> myself. And I've actually, I've gotten, I've gotten so much better at being like, oh, this is a good thing that I did. Yeah, huge skill, huge skill. Mm -hmm. It used to be so difficult for me. I'm bad at it. That's why I started asking the Ooh. question. Now I'm better at it. Yeah, it just it takes some time to like say out loud. Um, I've been seeing clips of the clips of the movie in uh, trailers and like online and things like that and on TikTok chronically. Um, and I'm, I was like seeing lines that like, I actually don't remember delivering so much so to the point where I was like, is this like, is this something I just like was saying in a conversation and we were rolling at the time. And I was like, oh, maybe they use this in like a blooper trailer or something. And then I was like, wait, no, that like doesn't happen. And I was actually really proud of myself. because I was like, holy shit. I was like, that just looked like so natural and bitchy that I thought I just said it in real life. <laughs> I was like, go off. I was like, come on now, that was hot. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very, I, I really enjoyed that. That happened maybe yesterday or a couple days ago. I was, I literally was like, oh my God, we must've just been rolling on something. And that was genuinely my first instinct. So I was like, come on. And I was yes. like, nice. Sounds oh, I good. love hearing it. I love hearing that answer to that question so, so much. Cause I feel like everybody should be able to pinpoint something and say totally. that I'm proud of that. Cause this is an image. It isn't an easy industry to be in and you have to Ooh. give your, a lot of yourself to these roles. So mm -hmm. making a movie is a feat all on its own. This movie is exceptional. You are pitch perfect in it. Thank you. Congratulations. Make more movies. Thanks, dude. I shall. <laughs> I shall. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.